Welcome to Triumphant Victorious Reminders with Teresa and we have come upon another Monday, a heavenly wit Monday. Now listen, I am so glad that you're joining me today, so please don't swipe. Just stay right here because I believe this will truly encourage your heart. So there are many of us that are praying right now for all the people in Florida that have been affected by Hurricane Ian. And I have a friend who lives in Michigan, but also has a home in Florida, in the areas where there was great devastation. And talking to her, she has been encouraging me with sending me praises of what she is seeing instead of what she's not seeing. Now, it doesn't mean she's dismissing anything, but I just have to share this with you because first of all, it's a confirmation of what the Lord has been so gently reminding me for the last few years that we don't realize when we're giving praise in in the midst of our hardships and difficulties, we are actually getting to give hope and encouragement to others to where their hearts are quickened to the Father. You don't realize the effectiveness of your praises until someone else does it with you. So as Karine is listing all of these praise reports, it's like she's looking for God in the middle of everything that's going on. What's so majestically magnificent is that here she is making a list of praises to me. Like, she doesn't have to do that. She could just literally send a message saying, hey, please pray for us and all those that have been affected. But instead, she was like, I'm going to take notice of all that God has done. She's taking notice of what is happening versus what wasn't happening. And so here my heart is quickened to the Lord. And thinking to myself, wow, this is what it looks like. This is what it feels like to hear a person in the middle of conflict and difficulty. A secret weapon to go into the wilderness with worship. Because how could we ever go into the promised land and even recognize that we're there if we haven't worshipped him in the wilderness? See, oftentimes when we worship in the wilderness, everyone else sees a desert. And they're saying, why are you worshiping? Don't you see what you're going through? Are you coping? Are, is this so traumatic that you can't even be in reality? But really what it is, it's a reality of faith. That you're getting to operate above and not beneath. It doesn't mean you're dismissing your situation, but you're getting to fix your eyes on what God is doing in the middle of it. You know, so often I have felt bad or almost um, dismissive when I began praising God in the middle of some hardships. And, you know, you feel like people are just looking at you like, oh, there she goes again, little weirdo. And not that it, not that it bothered me, because it doesn't. It actually just encourages me even more to keep going and praising him because I know what it's doing to for me, I know that it's encouraging me to see him. Like it says in Psalm 34, 5 says, those who look to him are radiant with joy. Their faces are never covered in shame. 
Psalm 34, 5, New Living Translation. So here I am listening to her heart, just praise God. And you can hear in her voice this genuine faith this genuine joy like she's giggling even though she she's probably thinking how am I laughing right now but she's not just laughing to laugh she's laughing at the goodness of God that's being experienced in the middle of the loss but even in the middle of the loss there's great gain in knowing him it's like that verse in, in Hebrews eleven six where it says that God rewards those who diligently seek him. Even in these moments of loss, she's diligently seeking him. And he's rewarding her to, to let her see that he is the greatest happening in the midst of all the happenings. Again, her praises weren't dismissing what was happening. But instead, she was admitting what God was doing in the midst. In that, it doesn't mean that things don't need to be taken care of because they do. But now she's going to be able to go into these situations with wisdom and understanding to know that, okay, as long as I stay and remain in Christ, I won't have to have these knee-jerk reactions as though God is catching up to me and my situation. But God has actually gone before me. And in him going before me, He, I'm catching up to his story. And so all the needs that need to be met right now, we're going to get to see it. Don't know when, don't know how, but we're just proclaiming that the goodness of God is seen in the midst is seen in the middle of it, is seen when the praises of his glory go out, when it doesn't make sense, that it's quickening the hearts of those that may have had a hardened heart to go after the Father. As we look to God and as we praise him and declare who he is in the middle of our happenings, that again, we see him as the greatest happening. And as we see him as the greatest happening, It doesn't change the circumstances, but it changes how we see them because now we're beholding him. Because we're beholding him, he is our true perspective. It isn't just having a positive perspective, but it's seeing that he is our perspective. And when we're in him, we can't help but worship. We can't help but praise. We can't help but encourage others. As as we encourage them, we ourselves are being filled up in our most holy faith toward him. Not just having faith that things will get better, but having faith that we will get to know God better. And I want to leave you with this scripture because as, as my friend Karine who is known as the Praisey Lady, R-A-I-Z-E-Y, Lady. She's so awesome, which I'm going to tag her in this so you can follow her because you're not going to be following her. She's going to point you to Jesus, okay, who she intends for you to follow. 1 Samuel 7.12 says this, New Living Translation. Samuel then took a large stone and placed it between the towns of Mizpah and Jeshanah. He named the stone Ebenezer, which means the stone of help. For he said, up to this point, the Lord has helped us. All her praises were as that Ebenezer stone declaring who has helped helped her. 
and we know the greatest rock of all ages, the greatest cornerstone is Jesus himself. From him is where we live. From him is where we operate. From him is where we remain so that we can go properly. From him is where we worship so that we can go into the promised land knowing that the promised land is not just a place, but knowing that he is the place, that he is the happening, and that he is the one that triumphantly, victoriously reminds us of who we are in, and that is Jesus Christ. So I want to say thank you, Karine, for being true to him as you declared the praises of our mighty God even in the middle of the trouble that you have taken heart that God has overcome the world. But you know what's really amazing is that from his word, he shows us the promises of who he is. Like Psalm 91, it declares that when we hide in him, that we won't be touched. It doesn't mean we won't go through stuff. But as we go through it, we know who is for us. Even though we feel the against us power, the against us power is the reminder of who is for you and who is for us. And in those moments that we can see all the things that are against us, we seek him out. We can remember that God rewards those who diligently seek him in the middle of the mayhem, in the middle of the wilderness, in the middle of the difficulties. He is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. Thank you again for joining me today on this Heavenly Wit Monday. Until next Monday, remember, seek him out in the middle of your situations and see how you can't help but proclaim the praises of God in the middle of the mayhem.